0: and welcome back to the Life in General podcast. I'm your host, Ginger Cole. So today's episode is probably going to look a little bit different than maybe some of my earlier episodes. Um, I think I mentioned in my last episode that I thought the Lord may have been leading me in a little bit different direction with this podcast and 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 um, leading me into some different subjects to talk about. And uh, this is going to be kind of more of along the lines of like a Bible study. Um, this is probably going to be a two-part series, so we'll have part one this episode and part two next episode, Um, but a couple weeks ago, my older sister and I were talking, and we are very, very similar in a lot of ways, Um, and our husbands are very, very similar. Um, They're similar in a lot of their thought processes. They're similar in Their, um, reasonings and their, um, personalities are very similar. So a lot of the times we talk to each other about our husbands because we're like, oh yeah, we can totally relate. My husband's like that. My husband does things like that too. So we were talking the other day and she, my sister Jamie, she brought up the point that, um, you know, work for our husbands has been so different lately. Um, it's been, harder in a lot of ways, more complicated. Um just because of of what all is going on in the world and with the covid and and some of the um protests and uprisings and just all of all of the stresses that can come with today's world are just so much more magnified at, at right now. Um and work has been so different for our husband's and she said, you know, her husband came in the other day and was just so discouraged and so frustrated and um he's under a lot of stress and then his boss is under a lot of stress and then they are their bosses kind of take it out on them a lot of the times and it can just be very frustrating for her husband so she was asking me you know what are some ways that you what are are some things that you would um suggest to me to to be able to encourage my husband you know how can I help him um feel good about himself? How can I help him feel good about the work that he's doing and not be so discouraged and things like that? So that's kind of what we're going to be getting into a little bit today. And I told her, um, you know, it should, we should never look at prayer like this, but a lot of the times we do, we kind of look at prayer as, as a last resort. And I told her, I said, I said, Jamie, the best thing that you can do for your husband Is to pray for him. I know that a lot of the times we think. Oh there has to be something else I can do. There's got to be something more. I can do. Other than just pray for my husband. And a lot of the times. um, We think of prayer. As kind of a last resort. Like we've done everything else we can think to do. And prayer. and And then we pray. And then prayer is the answer after that. Prayer should be our first thought. Prayer should be. Our first course of action. And rarely is it, unfortunately. And I, I do that a lot too. Um, I am not speaking from a place of having this all figured out. I am speaking from a place of total and complete failure in this because I fail in it daily. But I wanted to talk about today our own walks with Christ. How can we encourage our husbands and our families? If we as wives, if we as mothers are not first abiding in Christ and in his love, we cannot pour from an empty cup. Um, Christ has to be what fills our cup in order for us to be able to pour out love and grace and encouragement to our families. If we ourselves are empty, if our cups are empty, there is nothing for us to pour out onto our, our husbands or onto our children or into our homes and in the work that we do. So we first have to be we first have to have the ability to encourage our husbands. And a lot of the times we hinder our own ability to encourage our husbands. And that's kind of what we're going to get into today. We're going to talk about abiding in Christ, our prayer life, and just how we how we as as wives can strengthen ourselves to be able to then encourage our husbands. So that's kind of what we're going to get into. And again, I don't want any of you to think that I'm speaking from a place of having this all figured out because I definitely am not. I was thinking about recording this podcast yesterday and last night as I was laying in bed, Robert was kind of in a little bit of a bad mood and he had had a stressful week at work. It's been kind of stressful lately and it just, he was just feeling, I don't really know what he was feeling in all honesty, Um, he was too tired to talk to me about it last night. So I just kind of let him lay there and we just fell asleep and woke up this morning feeling a little bit better. Thank goodness. But you know, and I lost, totally lost my train of thought. Where was I going with that? Oh, I remember now (laughs) rabbit trail. Um, I don't want you to think that I have this figured out because I fail at it daily. I fail daily. At encouraging my husband, I fail daily at even being able to encourage him, or or having the ability to encourage him. I hinder my own ability to encourage my husband on a daily basis. Um, and last night, as I was saying, last night I felt so unqualified <laughs> to talk about this because I felt as if I had failed completely at that. Um, and and I'm not good at this, but at the same time. The Lord knows that. He knows how much I fail in it. He knows how much I fail my husband in that. And I guess I'm talking more about this to myself than I am about than I am to you guys. But I feel like we can all learn from each other and can all encourage one another even if we fail, we still get up the next morning and we try again. Um so first what we're going to be reading is John 15 verses 1 through 8. Now, if you have your Bible, I would love for you to go ahead and grab it. If you are at a place where you can, um, take a few minutes and sit with me with your Bible. I would love for you to do that. Um, Not only because I want you reading your Bible, but because I want you to not simply take my word for it. Don't take my word for absolute truth. Go seek it for yourself. Um, I want you to make sure that I'm teaching what's true. You know, I don't want you to just simply take my word for it. I want you to go and study it and find it for yourself. So if you can do that right now with me, great. If you can't, um, you can go back in this episode and find the scripture verses that I'm going to be reading. And, um, I may try to put them in the show notes. I'm not even really sure how show notes work (laughs) or how to even do that, but I'll try. Um, But anyway, so we're going to be reading in um, John 15 verses 1 through 8. And I'm reading the um, King James Version Bible. I don't use anything other than the King James Version. So um, it may sound a little bit differently in your Bible if you're using a different version. But I strictly use the King James Version. So we're going to be starting off in verse 1. It says, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit he taketh away, and every branch that he that beareth fruit he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except no more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine; ye are the branches. He that that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my word abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. <clears throat> so first off, I want to talk about abiding in Christ. Um, our personal lives and our personal walk with Christ is, should be and is the number one most important thing in our lives. Everything else comes behind that. Um, our children, our husbands, our homes, everything else is second to our walk with Christ, or it should be. Not every time is it, and unfortunately, again, I fail at that every single day. Um, and you probably do too, and that is just because we are humans and we are sinful and we are selfish. And a lot of the times we think I can do it. I want to do it by myself. Um, I told Robert the other day. I said, you know what? I don't know how many more times it's going to take of me failing and laying flat on my face for me to realize that I can't do it myself. And he just laughed and he said probably a lot more times. And that's the truth. It's probably going to take every single day. I'm going to end up falling flat on my face and thinking I can do it. And in reality, I cannot. Because just like it said in verse 5, it says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. We can do nothing outside of Christ. We cannot love our children as we are supposed to as mothers. We cannot love our husbands and encourage them as we are supposed to as wives. We cannot. Um, we can do nothing outside of Christ. Those things are not born in us. We are not born with the ability to love. That comes from Christ. If we are stepping outside of Christ and not abiding in Him, then there is nothing we can do. If your husband is coming home every day and he is discouraged and he is down and you are not yourself abiding in Christ, there is nothing you can do about it. There is no way you can help him because you don't have the ability to, without Christ to do it. A lot of the times, we want to make it about us. We want to say, oh, I can do it. I can do it by myself. Just like I said it a minute ago, we can't. We will fall flat on our faces. We're selfish humans. Humans are selfish. Humans are sinful. And if our cup is empty as wives and as mothers, We have nothing to pour out onto our husbands and onto our children and onto our homes. There is nothing we can do. So we have to abide in Christ. We must abide in Christ. What does abiding in Christ look like? It looks like getting up every day. And whether you read your Bible for 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever that looks like, You have to be in the word. You need to be abiding. Abiding means to hold close. You must be holding close the word of God. You must be holding close to your prayer life. Your prayer life is so vital and so important to your ability to be a good wife, to be a good mother, to be a good employee if you're working outside of your home, or to even be a homemaker. It's so vitally important for us to prioritize our own walks with Christ um like I said you can't pour from an empty cup if you're not taking time out of your day and I get it I totally 100% get it some of you are mothers and some of you have littles running around that barely give you five minutes to take a breath if you've got five minutes to take a breath or or guess what here's one that pricks my heart a lot of the times If you've got five minutes to scroll through Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, guess what? You've got five minutes that you can open your Bible and read. I know, I know. That's going to hurt your feelings because it hurts mine every time I think about it. Because I am addicted. Um, I had to completely and utterly delete Facebook and Instagram from my phone because I would sit for hours scrolling through and I would get nothing done in my day. Um, I am that person. (laughs) That person is me. So I get it. We want to feed our flesh. Our flesh is constantly fighting and warring against our spirit for control over us. If we are not feeding our spirit, if we are not battling the forces of evil through God's word and through prayer, we're not going to win. We will never win. We will never be able to To have the ability to encourage our husbands. Um, Now I know you're probably thinking. Well I don't really see how any of this is playing into me giving my husband encouragement. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're getting there. (laughs) Um, we We are vines. We are the branches. And we bear fruit. How are you supposed to bear fruit if you're not attached to the tree? Have you ever noticed how... I have I have trees all over my yard. Um I love them and I hate them. It's a very it's a very much a love-hate relationship because I pick up limbs every single day and every single day there's more limbs to pick up. <laughs> but if you'll notice, if a limb is not attached to the tree and I know this is very probably um like very basic level, but sometimes we have to go back to basics to think about it. If a if a branch is not attached to the tree, It's not going to have leaves on it. We have fruit trees um, down the road from us a little bit. If the fruit tree doesn't have... If the branch on the fruit tree is laying on the ground... Nine times out of ten... Or ten times out of ten, actually... It's not going to have any fruit on it. It's not going to have any leaves on it. And it is going to be dead. Attached to the tree... It can bear fruit, it can have nutrients, it has ways of getting water, it has ways of getting sunlight. If it is not attached to the tree, it is dead. And that is the same for us. If we are not abiding in Christ, if we are not putting forth the effort to, and it is an effort, it is an effort that you have to make every single day to abide in Christ. It's not something that you just kind of do once and boom, you're there. No, 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 no. It is a battle every single day of your life to abide in Christ. It is a choice that you must make every morning when you wake up to abide in Christ. If you're not abiding in Christ, if you're not reading your Bible, if you're not praying, if you're not going to church, if you're not surrounding yourself with people who who edify and lift you up and and can encourage you yourself in Christ. If you're not attached To the father. To the branch. Or if to to the vine. If your branch is not attached to the vine. You're dead. You can do nothing. But listen to this. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Except. It abide in the vine. No more can ye. Except ye abide in me. We must abide in Christ. If we are to do anything for our husbands, if we are to do anything for our families, we must abide in Christ. We must seek him on a daily basis. Now I'm going, I'm going to read also in Galatians 2 and verse 20. That's Galatians 2 verse 20. It says, I am crucified with Christ I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Christ loves you. I you I want you to know that. I want you to soak that in for just a second. Christ loves you. He wants us to live in him and in his love. If we are not living our lives as wives and mothers in Christ and in his love, if we don't know his love, how are we to love or know how to love our husbands and our children? We can't. Because the human body, the human flesh, the human heart is evil. We we are evil people. We are we are, we are not good. There is none good in us. There is nothing good in us except we abide in Christ. How can you encourage your husband to pray more? How can you encourage your husband to, to live in Christ and to le- read his Bible more? How can you encourage him to, to have um, the fruits of the Spirit, to have good attitudes, to have, to have anything that is in Christ? If you yourself do not live that out, I can't remember where it is in the Bible, and I probably should have written it down before I started this, but I didn't. Um, To be honest, I can't even remember where it is in the Bible. I'll probably look that up and maybe give it to you guys in the next episode. Um, But there's a scripture verse in the Bible that says that, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't know it by heart, but it says basically that we as wives have the ability to save our hus- to bring our husbands to Christ by our actions and our manner of speaking if your actions and your manner of speaking does not exemplify Christ if you are not showing your husband and your children Christ through what you do and what you say then how are you how are you supposed to encourage them I mean, think about it for a second. Really think about it. Soak it in. If you're not living your life for Christ, if you're not exemplifying him in your life, how can you tell your husband to do the same? Right? We have to get the log out of our own eyes before we can help our husbands get it out of theirs. Right? Um, We're also going to read in Philippians 4 verse 6. It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. I'm also going to read verse 7 just because I love that verse. And it says, and the peace of God, which which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ. I hear a lot of the time that um, women say, you know, I would lose my mind if I was a stay-at-home wife and just did nothing but stay at home. Or my children drive me crazy. They they make me lose my mind. My husband drives me insane. I, I lose my mind with him a lot of the time. And I know and I know a lot of the time we're saying those things and we're just kind of picking. We're not we don't really mean it. But how many of us really and truly do feel as if we have lost our minds? When we're overwhelmed or when we are frustrated and and discouraged ourselves. Do you ever feel that way? I know that I do. I know that I feel like I've lost my mind a lot of the time. And I know there, there are some people that would agree with me. Um, but if we're not praying, if we're not abiding in Christ, and I know I keep saying that if we're not abiding in Christ. But I want to get that point across to you. I want you to understand that our prayer lives, that our walks with Christ, if we, if we are not abiding in Christ, we do not have the peace of God. Like verse 7 said, And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ. If we're not abiding in Christ, we are going to lose our minds. We are going to lose our hearts. Right? Because it's only through Him that we can keep our minds, that we can keep our sanity, that we can keep our hearts in, in, a, in a loving manner and in a loving attitude. We can do nothing outside of Christ. So I guess, I guess really what I want you to, to take away from what I'm saying today is you must first, before you can go on and encourage your husband and encourage your children, you must first look at yourself examine yourself, that's not always a fun and easy thing to do. I totally get that. I don't like looking at myself and going, okay, well, I don't do this, 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 and this very well, so I need to work on those things. That sometimes is a very painful thing to do for a lot of us. Um, I know (laughs) when I was first married, I was quite lazy, um, to put it plainly. I was quite lazy. I didn't like doing housework. I was used to, and Mama, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was used to just letting my mom do all of everything. you know that was kind of how I grew up. um We had chores to do my parents you know tried to make us do chores um we were not very um, obedient children when that <laughs> in that in that concern. But I was just used to letting my mom handle everything, you know? I was used to if I left dirty clothes in the hamper long enough, it would magically get washed and put in my bedroom, folded and cleaned. I was used to that. I was used to not having to do anything myself. And I have a point with this, I promise. Um. But I as I when I got married, I started realizing that those things were now wholeheartedly my job. It was up to me to take care of all of those things. And I had to do a whole lot of self-examination in my first couple of years of marriage. I changed and molded and cried and threw fits a lot in those first two years. Um... And bless my sweet husband's heart. He was so patient and so kind with me. Um, <laughs> I, but I had to do a lot of self-examination. I had to look at myself a lot and say, am I glorifying my Heavenly Father through what I'm doing, through my attitudes? Am I glorifying Him in this? And that was painful for me. Like, it was painful for me to have to examine myself and look at myself But I was not in a place of being able to encourage my husband during that time at all because I was not abiding in Christ. I was not doing anything to strengthen my own walk. I was not exemplifying Christ in my life. Like I said a minute ago, if you're not exemplifying Christ in your life, how can you tell others to do the same? We have to look at ourselves first. We have to examine ourselves and see where our faults are, where we need to work on ourselves. And then just, not by accident, but kind of just as a ripple effect of us abiding in Christ and being able to, to um, have stronger relationships with Him. As a ripple effect of that, we will encourage our husbands. We will encourage our children. We will love our husbands and we will love our children better because we then have the love of Christ in us. I hope I haven't rambled too much in this, po- in this episode. I hope that you guys have been encouraged in it. I know it hurt my feelings. Um, I'm hoping that maybe it hurt some of y'all's feelings and you can go and examine yourselves. That's, that's what I want. Um, I don't want to purposefully hurt your feelings. But um, as my sweet husband constantly quotes, godly sorrow worketh repentance. (laughs) Um, And if you're a church member listening to this, you will laugh because he says it all the time. But I want us to examine ourselves. I want us to have better relationships with Christ. But we have to first have good relationship with Christ. We have to first abide in him before we can truly encourage our husbands. Now, next week in our episode, we will start getting, we will get into some actual practical ways of how we can encourage our husbands. Um, but through this week, before we get to that episode, I'm going to give you a little bit of homework. I want you to go and I want you to take these scripture verses, especially John 15, um, the whole chapter, read the whole chapter if you want to, but I really want you to soak in what those words were saying about abiding in Christ. And through this week I want you to to make it a goal if you can um every day wake up or or just before you go to sleep whatever whatever moment you have in your day whatever time of day it is it doesn't matter if you can take 5 minutes and pray and read a verse of scripture even if it's just 5 minutes or if you've got time to take 30 minutes or even an hour an hour would be amazing but I can't even I can't even do an hour, <laughs> but, um, I, I'm, my brain doesn't work that way. I have to take very small increments of scripture and think about it for a long time and then can move on from it. But if you can this week, take five, 10, 15 minutes of your day and pray and seek God and ask him to help you abide in him so that you can better encourage your husband and your children. I promise you it'll make such a huge difference in your life. I mean, there's just really no way for me to even explain the difference that it's going to make for you. Um, You have to experience that for yourself, and I encourage you to. That's kind of your challenge for this week. Leading up to next week's episode, I want you to take 5 to 10 minutes every day to read your Bible and to pray. Um, And mainly to pray for your husband, to pray and ask God how... You can encourage your husband, and then next week, I'm going to give you some scriptural scripture verses on how on what to how we can encourage our husbands. I'm going to give you some um, advice from my own husband because um, I asked him, you know, what maybe were some advice was some advice he could give us as wives to encourage our husbands. So we're going to talk a little bit about his advice, and um, that's just kind of your homework for this week, though. I want that's what I want you to focus on this week. And, um, I promise you, I promise you, you'll get the biggest blessing from it. So anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I know it's been a little bit different than what I normally do, but this is going to kind of be what we're going to be doing from now on. We're going to be doing more scripture based, based podcasts. We're going to be looking more at what God's word says to us as women. Um, and I hope that you will go back and that you will study these things for yourself that you will take it into your life and apply it to your own lives. So anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed this. um, And I will talk to you guys again next week. Know that I love you, that I'm praying for you, and that I pray that you've been blessed by this. Love you guys. Hey, y'all. I just wanted to really quick go ahead and put this at the end of the episode. a few minutes ago, I was talking about, um, how wives can bring our husbands to Christ through our actions and through our conversations and how we speak. And the verse that I was referring to that I couldn't remember a minute ago was first Peter chapter three, verses one through four. And I'm going to really quickly read that to you just so you guys can understand it. But then I want you to go back and read it yourself and just meditate on it. And, um, Think about, think about your conversation and how you talk to your husband and how you act around your husband. Are you portraying an, a godly spirit and a quiet spirit? Um, so real quick, I'm going to read it. It says, Likewise, ye wives, being subject to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. While, ye, while they behold your chaste conversation couple, coupled with fear, Whose adorning, let it not be that outward adorning of plaiting of the hair, and of wearing gold, and of putting on apparel, but let it be the hidden man of the heart, in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great power of great price. Sorry, I kind of mumbled and stumbled through that a little bit. i um, not really good at reading out loud, but I just wanted you guys to go ahead and know that um, scripture verse before I forgot to add it, <laughs> um, because that is highly possible that I could have forgotten it. But um, I love this passage of scripture. I think it's just the most wonderful promise that the Lord gives to us, us wives. Um, And I just want you to kind of reflect and think about, you know, how are you approaching your husband? How are you portraying Christ to your husband? And uh, this is just a really good scripture verse to kind of go back to and think about and kind of let it prick your heart a little bit. So anyway, I just wanted to go ahead and add that to the end of this episode. Again, I hope you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you guys again next week.